Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great week. In this episode, our guest is Darlene Turner, and she's the founder of TEP Disaster Prep. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week, do you have your candles, your flashlights, your batteries organized and accessible? So this is from the Zebra. And this says the American, the average American, excuse me, may not have the financial resources on hand to weather a major natural disaster. Only 25.8% of respondents have saved more than 2000 to cover expenses in the event of a severe storm, including thunderstorms, and 20.5% of people have no emergency funds saved at all. One-fifth, 20.5% of Americans said they could not afford to purchase enough insurance to fully protect their property. Most of them surveyed 64 expressed concern that a severe storm would damage their home in the next year, while 22.2% of the people believe buying insurance is a waste of money because natural disasters will not affect them at all. Which is, you know, as those of us who are in the United States, you know, Texas is a good example of you always need to be prepared. Which is why I reached out to Darlene Turner, and she's the founder of TEP Disaster Prep. She earned a BA and an MLS from Brigham Young University. In the past 25 years, she has worked in the private and public sectors and a wide variety of administrative capacities. She has been personally and professionally involved with emergency planning for over 15 years. TEP Disaster Prep started when she was working as a director in the museum industry. At a national conference, she was asked to come up with one big idea. Her idea was to design an interactive discovery museum that encouraged families to prepare for disasters. After the conference, she took it to heart. She spent 10 years immersed in the world of emergency planning, working alongside public safety specialists, and completed a business plan center. To this day, the business plan to construct this future facility is still being used by leaders in Utah. After Darlene's involvement with the project, she decided to use her expertise to teach others about emergency planning. At one workshop, she was challenged to simplify and organize the emergency planning process for families and to come up with a compact emergency kit for the car. The experience was the best base for launching TEP and for creating the TEP Convergency Go bottle, which I have. TEP Disaster Prep Mission is to help people prepare for disasters by providing them with organized, simple steps and on-the-go products that help them get ready for an emergency. So now I want you to sit back, I want you to take notes, and I also want you to reach out to Darlene Turner. (music) 
Listeners, I am excited because I have Darlene Turner and she created a disaster prep kit, which is something that we all need, you know, no matter where you are, what part of the country, you know, you've got the car, you can even keep it in your house. I've got mine's in my office. So Darlene, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So Darlene, what made you, well, first of all, yeah, what made you really decide to create this kit? Because as you, as you know, I love it. So what made you to come up with this idea? Well, I've been working in emergency planning for about 10 years and have had an interest in it for about 15. And I started teaching workshops for the public. And I was at one of those workshops. I had a young professional come up to me and she's like, I said, you need to keep stuff in your car. And she said, my car's cluttered. I, I do dog grooming. There's no room. I just don't know where I would put it. And I'm like, I bet we could come up with something. So kind of got, got to work on the product, started thinking about all the areas you might need if you were stranded in your car or you needed to bridge kind of the gap between something happening and be, you know, getting to other resources and the TEP Go emergency go bottle was created. So, and you were just talking about how the person's car was cluttered. So, you know, in your conversation with people and just doing these workshops, what are some of the places that people have possibly kept things that are supposed to be essential when really they aren't accessible? Because like I shared with you, mine is in my office right behind me. You know, you people put them in the car, but what are some of the places where really people have their essential stuff and they shouldn't? Right. So uh, first of all, the bottle itself fits under the passenger seat of a car. So it's very compact. And the good thing about that is a lot of people tend to take out their emergency stuff. Even if they put in a car kit or have something in their office, they grab it kind of those casual days or if, um, you know, it gets to takes up too much room. So then they take it out. So we created that to go under the seat um, of a car perfectly. And then you can store it in your office. Um, There's a lot of things that, again, kind of get thrown by the wayside, but the bottle has sanitation. It's got tissue. It's got uh, an emergency blanket, a water pouch, a food bar. It's got some first aid items. It's just got everything so that, you know, when you're caught in that kind of emergency situation, you have things at your fingertip and it can go with you. It can go in your purse, can go in a backpack, a locker, just a lot of places for you to have that particular little um, um, bridge, so to speak, for some of your needs until you can get other resources in place. And as you heard, you know, Darlene started mentioning some of the things. I mean, this bottle has a lot of stuff. I mean, she covers all the major areas like food and water because she's got the, the water in there plus the energy bar, the communication. Sometimes you may need a whistle just to make somebody know, hey, I'm over here. You know, the sanitation, she's got the wipes, she's got the cute little tissues. She's got not only a flashlight, but batteries. See, now how many times do we get the kits and we go, oh yeah, I got the flashlight, but the next thing you know, you got to run to the store and get the battery. She's got that covered as well. And of course, she's got, you know, the band-aids and things like that. So she covers a lot of things and it's compact. It's in a small, it's like a bottle. It's almost, it's like a water bottle, really. And how many of us have water bottles in our bags, this place, that place? And I mean, it's just so compact, but also it's see-through so you know what you have. So in addition to, you know, what's in your kit, are there any other things that we may need to have 
organized that, I mean, you, you covered everything, but are there any other things that we may need in a case of an emergency? Right. Well, let me just kind of add one more thing to the bottle. That bottle also doubles as a kind of a water purification system in a, in a pinch. So once you get all of the supplies out, we've added two purification tablets. So once you ran out of the pouch of water, you could actually go to a mud puddle or a stream if you were stranded and you could fill that up and drop a purification tablet in there and you know four hours later have additional drinking water. But to kind of add to that, you asked me what other kinds of supplies. So especially with all the current and um, disasters that you're seeing that are kind of increasing, um, you know, some really central ones are water. Water is a huge, huge need. And you're kind of seeing that in Texas, you're seeing that in some of the different disasters, water is hard to get in an emergency, especially if it's a catastrophic event. So you wanna store water uh, in your home, you wanna store it in your office, you wanna store it in your car. And again, uh, that bottle provides water, but really they're recommending one gallon per person per day for each family member. So what I usually recommend is that you start with, try to focus on, if you can, a three-day supply and then build up to three weeks and beyond if you can. Um, an easy way to do that is that you can buy like a five-gallon container at some of the um, grocery stores or stores, variety stores that are out there. You can rinse those out with a little bit of bleach, let them dry, and then fill those up most city water systems have purification already in it. So all you have to do is just fill that container up, cap it off, and then check it every six months to a year. And if you uh, see it kind of like cloudy or it smells weird, you can clean that out and start over. You know, just kind of keep an eye on it. But otherwise water lasts for a fairly long time. But water is essential, one gallon per person per day for every family member. And then um, they say that you can go without water for about three or four days three or four days, but uh, food you can go without for about three weeks. So you also, but you also, everybody gets kind of cranky when they don't have anything to eat. So, you know, not just uh, dry foods, but some comfort foods that last well, you know, store those in your house, stockpile those, keep some things in your desk, um, keep some things in your car. That's another item. Um, we actually created kind of a six area focus, food and water, sanitation items that are kind of recommended, communication, which can be as simple as like a, a, a paper and a pencil that you want to have, again, in your car, in your home. That's because you may need to write, if the cell phones don't work or are down that process, you, then you may need to just tape a note to your door or to the car window that says where you went. So those are some kind of basic items, among other things that you kind of want to have it where your life goes, you know, home, school, work. Car. And darling, I'm so glad you mentioned the water because that's one of the things I think I learned from my mother that she would always get those big, huge gallon things of water. And then I just started filling them up. And actually, years later, it came in handy because the place where I lived, they had a water shut off. And of course, I was in the middle of washing my hair, darling. <laughs> so I took one of those bottles and, and, and one neighbor was like, and you did what? I said, I, I took a bottle of water. She was like, you did what? I was like, I could I didn't know when it was, and it was hours before it came back on. So you're right. That water does come in handy. And I was writing it down. So I'll make sure that I start stockpiling my water again. 
So Darlene, and all that you do as, you know, creating products and, you know, your family and community, are there any things that you do that help you stay organized? Absolutely. That's, uh, I came up with a model that helped with that process. When I started into emergency planning 15 years ago, it was pretty overwhelming. I, I mean, it was great. There's amazing information out there. And I learn every day a new idea, but it was just, there was just the sheer amount. And uh, after I started working um, on a project about emergency planning and to help the public, I started to realize just this sheer amount of information was, was challenging to kind of wade through for the average person. So I'm a family member and a grandmother. So I'm like, how could I make that easier? Um, so basically uh, uh, the model focuses on like six areas. Again, you know, food and water, shelter, communication, sanitation, um, some basic little tools to help you. And, um, and then what, what would be the steps? So basically it focuses on first on impact because I jokingly say, if you don't survive the impact, then all of the chocolate chip storage, chocolate chip cookie storages that you have or comfort foods or whatever that is, it's not gonna matter. So we really kind of focus, I focus on what do I need to do? Um, here where I live, we're in an earthquake zone. So I, I need to know what does the state or the federal government recommend to survive impact? And so I train myself, you know, drop cover and hold on. Um, other people might be in a tornado zone or, you know, another area of the country um, with flooding or whatever that might be. So you want to check out, um, you know, the be ready sites for your state and the federal government through FEMA, and they'll tell you what to do to practice with your family. So that's kind of the first step is just know what to do. Um, then to stay organized, I focus on the second step, which is my short-term needs. So right after a disaster hits, resources are going to be, you know, in um, uh, high demand and short supply. So what can you do to be your own first responder? And what do I need to have at my fingertips? Because I might be helping myself and my family or my friends. So there's those short-term kits. Um, again, a car kit. Those you, besides the, uh, the go bottle that we put together, which is a piece for your personal needs, you would want to have a little backpack full of, you know, a lot of cars have this, the flares and um, the flashlights and the jack or whatever that might be. So you kind of have a car side and a personal side in your car. Um, as far as um, being at home, you want to have a grab and go kit for that it, at, right after impact that if you have to evacuate, you need to have those items, personal items and hygiene items and things that you might be going to a shelter or out to a tent or just you know, to a neighbor's house and you need to know and have those things on hand. And then um, obviously you want a stockpile. They might say you need to shelter in place. And that's where your long-term food storage, long-term water storage, you know, what could I do for alternative heat? What can I do to, you know, cook safely? There's safe ways to do that. So you're going to stockpile all those kinds of items at home. Maybe some things, um, again, short-term in your office and Maybe your kid's school locker has a few things. And that is so true, darling, because, you know, one of the things that I, I had to purchase for myself was just a simple can opener. <laughs> I had one, but it really wasn't functioning. And I said, you know what? I need a sturdy can opener. Because if I stockpile all of these canned goods, what good is it going to do if I don't have a simple, good working can opener? So you're right. Sometimes you have to think about all of those three areas. So, um, 
that, that was really good. And I was taking notes as well. So well, I would, I, yeah, sorry, I would add to that. That's a great thing to say. And I would also encourage both a good, um, you know, one that's uh, elect, you know, you plug in and also the hand can openers, because if the electricity goes out, you have all these great cans and you have that, you know, awesome, some people have both, but some people don't you have that awesome, you know, plug in can opener, but you don't have the, the hand can opener. So actually you can actually just store if you're you're storing some of the bigger cans, you can actually just tape it to one of the cans or have it close. So then in an emergency, you're not worried about finding that hand can opener hanging around wherever it's at. Oh, that's a good idea. And I did get a can can opener, darling. I did get that because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a with minute. my knife, yeah. yeah. Whatever it takes, right? <laughs> that's right. And you're right, whatever it's take, but that's a good idea to, to tape it, bit the cans. That is a good idea. Well, you know, listeners, I know you've gotten a lot of good tips and I, and I hope you listen to this interview again and share it with other people, all of your family. You know, why don't you just get the family together and say, hey, we're going to listen to this podcast for guests. Darlene Turner was talking about emergencies. So Darlene, how can listeners connect with, you know, you get the product, you know, Mother's Day is coming up, Father's Day is coming up, people. You know, there's even graduations going on somewhere. This is a good start for, for that young Young adult in your life. So darling, how can people connect with you and get the product? So really just Google our website, tepdisasterprep.com. There's some free information on there. We try to help you get organized. Um, you can, it'll help you connect with us directly if you want to leave us a message. And we're just happy to hear from you and see what your needs might be so we can help you get organized. And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to the website so you can order your kit today. Darlene, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. So was that an informative interview with Darlene? And I hope it made you think about how you need to prepare, but also getting a kit. Because as I said, I have a kit right here in my office. So let's transition to Taylor's tip time. And these are just some tips just to kind of follow up with what Darlene Turner said. Number one, what do you need to be prepared for? Now, if you're in a city like I am, maybe it's different than if you're in suburbs or in a rural um, area. Number two, where can you store supplies? Now, of course, I have, you know, my candles and my batteries and shoe boxes labeled. I've got water in my dining room area. So where can you store items? But also make a list of the things, you know, darling, she said how much water we need. And of course, you know, you can always find those lists and, you know, click the link to the um, website so that you can be directed to Darlene's website. And then, of course, you can read and see what are the things that you need to have for you and your family. Of course, making sure you organize everything so you can find it the first time you look and maintain your stock, but then restock. She said, you know, you need to change the water ever so often. So those are some things you can do to help prepare yourself and your family for the unexpected. So maybe you've been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with the details needed to clear the clutter and get organized. Well, let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. 
go to my contact page and schedule a free 15-minute session. And I've also reduced the cost of my virtual sessions for about 30 and 60 minutes. So check those out. And then maybe you are just overwhelmed as a business person or just as an individual and you feel like you can't manage everything that you've been working on. So let me help you. And I work with clients so they can get things done without feeling overwhelmed and stressed and create a life so you can have time to do all that you want to do without feeling like, you know, you just um, can't squeeze anything else onto your schedule. So click the link in this show page. So I just want to thank you for following me. I want to thank you for subscribing to me on on YouTube. I am working on some more videos. I also want to thank you so much for following me via Pinterest as well as Instagram. I appreciate you. And be sure to check out. I have an interest, Pinterest, an interest, a Pinterest board for just in case. So in addition to going to Darlene's website and getting all those resources, I have a Pinterest board just in case. Well, you know what time it is. I'm going to wait and give you a moment to just do the chant. I can hear you all across the country and around the world. It is Toss It Tuesday time. And this week, I'm going to suggest to you to get rid of the batteries that are no longer working or have enough energy. Because sometimes you have those batteries, you put them in something, it's not charging, it's not working, and you just throw it in the junk drawer. Well, let's either recycle them responsibly, if that's what you do in your area, or discard them. My app suggestion for the week is from the Red Cross, because they have an app. And it helps you know um, basically how to be prepared and how to and how to um, be safe. So check that out. On my Amazon shop, I have a a, a, a uh, area created called Organized Life. And it has all the different things that you need to maybe organize your life. Maybe you need a fireproof and waterproof pouch to put important documents in. Um, Maybe you just need some file boxes just to organize things. So think about that as well. And of course, always check out my Pinterest board for my pages on. I've got repurposed the garden, repurposed the office, repurposed life. So check those out. Now, my book selection for this week is Survival Mom, How to Prepare Your Family for Everyday Disasters and Worst Case Scenarios. Again, it is Survival Mom, How to Prepare Your Family and Everyday Disasters and Worst Case Scenarios. Oh, I feel like I'm getting a little choked up over here. And my quote for the week is, are you ready? You might have to hold on to your chairs. It was not raining when Noah built the ark. You know, and I, I, I listened to that. And I said, that is so true. True. He kept building that ark. There was no rain, but he was prepared. So just think about that for your own self and for yourself and your family as well. Well, I definitely want to thank you and for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week.
Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. Thank you.